Thanks for listening to this Ave Maria radio podcast. Be sure to share it with your friends and family and across social media. Building the church so we can bless the nations. This is Ave Maria radio. Well, good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. With me, Dr. Monica Miller, uh, Director of Citizens for Pro-Life Society, who's written a piece for Crisis Magazine that is uh, really worth taking a look at. It has the, the vivid title of Cutting Throats, Burning at the Stake, and Excommunication, the Pope and Eucharistic Incoherency. Good to see you again. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Al. Um, the... Let's talk about the incident. Uh, on Wednesday, September 15th, Pope Francis finally weighed in on the issue of denying the Eucharist to Catholic politicians who support abortion. Flesh that out for us. What are you referring to? Well, uh, he, did a, he did one of his in-flight uh, press conferences, um, something we, we, we know uh, he, he likes to do. And um, America Magazine uh, uh, correspondent asked him uh, what he what advice could he give to the American bishops who are who are about ready to issue a, a document on Eucharistic coherency and and uh, the uh, the discipline and denial of communion to uh, Catholics who uh, support abortion uh, Catholic politicians who support abortion so this is really the first time that that the Holy Father has um, as I say, weighed in on this spe- this specific um, scandal uh, of the Catholic pro-abortion politician and the reception of Holy Communion. I I have um, studied carefully his remarks that he, in response to the American uh, America Magazine uh, reporter. I conclude in my article for Crisis Magazine. Um, it's it, it's currently posted at at Crisis Magazine. It's easy easy enough to find. I it's very obvious that the Pope is against denying Holy Communion to Catholic pro-abortion politicians. And the troubling thing about the way that he crafted his 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 remarks is was well I, I guess I could safely say that he, he, he virtually accused bishops who are inclined to discipline Catholic pro-abortion politicians of uh, being politicians themselves. <laughs> but he does, he does, for, let me, let me or, 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 or yeah. shall I say, um, uh, risking that they would also be acting as politicians and not ask, a- acting as pastors in yeah. quote-unquote God's style. Do you, he these comments that he often makes on the plane are soft. They're they're um, they're foggy a little bit. They they kind of ramble. They conflate issues. You think he intended to really make a policy statement here? Yes, I do. Um, he he even says I am. I, I he well. There was a point in his comments where he 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 kind of so, sort of backed off because he saying, unequivocally I, condemns abortion. Well, okay, and I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, but. He, towards the end of his comments, he said, "Well, I, I really don't know that much about the uh, the, the the situation right. in America." Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, "Why don't you?" But okay. Um, and so he, but then he said, "But I do give the principle." Okay. 
Um, so there's this, there's, he, he set up a kind and, of and strong... The pr- and the principle was? The principle was, please, please no more excommunications. That, that's a direct quote from what he said in, uh, in that in-flight press conference. Please, no more excommunications, no more condemning. Um, uh, be pastors, be tender, be compassionate, be understanding. Um, I mean, it's quite clear I, that, that the Pope, and this is, an, I think, an understatement, but is, is, uh, is uncomfortable with uh, bishops, the, the, the bishops in America, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, really doing any serious discipline of uh, our, you know, our president, Nancy Pelosi, the Keynes, the Dingles, um, and, and so on. I, I think it, I, that's, why, that's what I'm arguing in my Crisis Magazine uh, article. I'm, and, and, I, and when I say that there's a, there's a Eucharistic incoherency, so let's talk about um, that's been articulated by our Holy Father. Um, he is super amazingly beautiful. The comments that he, that he made before he got to what advice I'm going to give to the American bishops, he, he, he condemns abortion in, uh, without equivocation. It's so clear. It's beautifully articulated. And I quote him word for word in my article uh, what he said on abortion as murder, abortion is killing, the, the church can never accept it, this is why we're tough on this issue, and so on. Right. The beautiful comments. It, 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 they're, they're, read my article just to read that. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, but then, and then he even, interestingly enough, he even says in, in his, uh, his re- response to the question, he recognizes that, yes, there are some people who are not within the Catholic community either because they're just not Catholics or they're not baptized. And then he even goes on to say, and those who uh, have strayed from the faith for whatever reason, they cannot receive communion. He says that. And but then, of course, I, I, I you know, comment, well, it seems to me then that uh, someone like Joseph Biden, who has officiated at two homosexual marriages, uh, supports transgenderism, supports legalized abortion, and facilitates legalized abortion, seems to have strayed from the faith for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And so he fits the description there that the Pope gives of who should not receive Holy Communion, but then he won't, he, the, 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 but then he, he, he stops at the discipline. That, right. that he he can't go there. Well, there are two things. One is that he then he, he says, "I don't know about the American position. I don't know, you know, I, I haven't looked into the American position or whatever he was said about right. that." He mm-hmm. so the, the American situation and, and, regarding and, this controversy. And, yeah. and, and and you and I would think that don't. Well, by now you think he would be apprised you. of it. <laughs> well, exactly. Somebody's got to have told you <laughs> right, right. that the, the most visible figure in public life in the United States is a, a Catholic uh, who's attending Mass regularly uh, and who has now denied that human life begins at conception right. and who has promised to use the full force of the federal government to expand access to abortion right. and protect abortion rights. You would think that he would have been apprised of that. Okay, but I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He's got a lot of other things he's going to have to deal with. He's, sure. You know, but okay. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. One would think he would be a little more um, 
knowledgeable about this this chief scandal in the American church right now. That's mm-hmm. I do argue that sure. this is the chief scandal that's before the bishops. It goes right to our credibility. Exactly, our, our credibility, and our the reality uh, of the Eucharist. It's all everything is at stake. Yeah, uh, this is so super important. Um, but when the Pope um, poses a, a, a the the disciplining of um, Catholic pro-abortion politicians as the the the, the bishops risking. Uh, becoming politicians themselves and wading into uh, 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 politics and dealing with this issue in a political kind of way, I think that he has uh, given a, a weapon, if you will, to those who are, um, and even among the hierarchy, definitely against any discipline. Because right. look, if I was a bishop and yeah. and uh, and the Pope has made these remarks, I, I'm setting myself up for. Um, being accused of, of of acting like a politician, I think there's a, there's definitely been an a, a, the the Pope's comments are adversely affecting, or will could very potentially very potentially, and I, I'm a little understating there, but very potentially will affect what the bishops are going to wind up doing at their November assembly. I I think that yes, I, I, whether or not he intended to do so, mm. he certainly has created. He, the fogging, the, the incoherence of the remarks and the fogginess of some of the connections creates a lot of ambiguity and allows uh, people to drive a semi through a loophole. Well, uh, it, it, exactly. And then, of course, there's the, there's the um, pro-abortion secular media spin. Yeah. I, I, I start out my article by quoting um, four or five uh, headlines from major yeah. media. Uh, that that they, report they run with it that way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. I I don't. Under, I've always thought these were bad ideas. Uh, almost from the first year. I mean, this is where we get the the, the clumsiness about who am I to judge? Right. R- right from that point on. Right. We've had these kind of problems with these uh, uh, interviews during the flights. Um, here's here's what I I I think the net effect. Um, is is what you exactly what you say in the article mm-hmm. that the net effect is to encourage those uh, bishops who don't want to take action, and it's to diminish the moral authority of those bishops who do want to take action. Well, I, I in particular feel rather sorry for um, Archbishop Cordelion, yeah. who had that amazing op-ed about maybe a week ago or so. Yeah. Um, uh, explaining, and was in the Washington Post of all things, yeah. and with a fantastic photograph. Um, uh, but the uh, Cordelion has, you know, s- explained why it is justified right. to discipline and withhold communion from pro-abortion Catholic politicians. It's a, it, it was a, it was incredible. It, what he said is almost d- directly the opposite of what the Pope. Uh, said in his in-flight yeah. uh, press conference. Yes, I agree. My only hope is that, um, that, that were the Pope presented with uh, Archbishop Cordelion's column, that uh, he would recognize in it exactly what he once wrote mm. uh, with the South American bishops in the Aparecida document, which is what makes this so frustrating. When he has committed himself to writing on this topic, at least the one place that we know we can locate his writing, 
um, he he's he's for uh, he's made it clear that it's 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 not just an incongruity to have a Catholic politician who's in favor of abortion. Um, it's it's a it's a it's it brings judgment mm. upon the person upon so, the person when they do receive so it. So yeah. why? I mean, what? How do you put that together? As one who thinks probably as much as anybody I know, you have, you dwell on this, and properly so, by the way. <laughs> I, I I'm going to be honest with you, uh, Al. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where the shift occurred. Yeah. But I I think I can say with some confidence a shift occurred somewhere, where he has he has developed a. a um, a philosophy uh, that has um, colored his uh, pontificate, and that is that somehow the doctrines of our church are abstractions. They are in the abstract, he, and we must, uh, we must um, affirm them. We cannot deny them. He, okay, but somehow the pastoral application, um, there is a disconnection between the doctrine and the pastoral application of the doctrines. And mercy is the key to understanding why. Mercy trumps the, 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 the and he, he's even used that word rigid, right? Rigidity is, is uh, a sin against the patience of God. He, he said that just recently, mm-hmm. I believe, on September 18th in a speech that he, that he gave. So. Yeah. I guess you know this is one of those situations where it leave it. It's frustrating, and I think this has been something we've experienced time and again, where the opportunity comes to speak with crystal clarity. Um, there's well, a failure. We should to do pray. So. Pray for the Pope. Yeah. Pray for him. 